This is the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. We have assembled the world's finest sports and trivia dorks to prove once and for all that we are just as bad at this as we were at sports. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, sports trivia for those of us who rode the pine. I'm your host, Scott, and today's game will be pitting the Benchwarmer team of Dan and Josh versus the Benchwarmer team of David and Marcus. I'll start with Josh and Dan. Let us know how you're doing and what your team name will be. Uh, doing well. Uh, celebrating Father's Day today as we record. Um, so it had a fairly easy day. Yesterday was a little hectic. Uh, had Alex's graduation party. Lots of grilling and, and bringing stuff out to a local park and making multiple trips. But um, all in all, it was a great time. He... Uh, did wonderful, had a great time with his friends and family, and made out like a bandit, like most graduates do. So, yeah, he's in a good mood. Uh, so am I. All right, that's good, because usually when you play my games, your mood uh, isn't that great. So let's see how quickly it, until <laughs> that, mood, that good mood is gone. Well, we might not care by the time we get there, but I had a great, great day today. It's Father's Day. I got to hang out with my kids, my wife, and um, got a couple couple great gifts today. That's the three B's of what I got today. I got a board game. I got a Bible, a new Bible, which for me, I love, I, I, I love Bibles. I'm a, I'm a big Bible nerd. If you didn't know that. And I got bourbon, which is surprising to no one here. I did get bourbon, which leads to our team name because Josh is also enjoying a bourbon right now. Um, and I poured a couple fingers of bourbon in my, in my glass as well. So right now, Josh and I, are four fingers deep. Oh, a bourbon, David. Get your mind out of the gutter. It's delicious, too. Oh, by the way, uh, for me, Dan, um, two out of three ain't bad. I got you. We'll get you on, we'll get you on board games eventually. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, with that, let's, let's move over to the hopefully not as a controversial team name from uh, David and Marcus. So gentlemen, please let us know. Well, I guess I'll start with, I, I don't know. They're both laughing. I can't, I, I don't even, David, I'm starting with you. Cause I know Marcus is the team name. You can start with me. Uh, yeah. It's father's day. Um, my kids are both out of the house, so I have to wait for the phone call to come, but they both came today. So that was good. And uh, it was a good day. It was a good day all the way around. Got a lot accomplished and yeah. And tomorrow, as we're recording this, tomorrow is Juneteenth, which is a holiday at my company. So I'm I'm going to enjoy the three-day weekend. So, but yeah, ready for recording. Marcus, do what you got to do. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but uh, <laughs> hey, everyone. Um, I wasn't supposed to be on this episode, but here I am. And yesterday I got to coach like actual football for the first time. We wow. had a scrimmage. We had a... We finished up spring ball. We had uh, three other teams come to our stadium, have a kind of a round robin type scrimmage, two of which are defending state champs. So we got a really nice look of where we're at and where we need to be. So that was a lot of fun. Happy Father's Day to all of you out there from Daddy Alaska himself to all of my other daddies out there. I appreciate you all. I know this is like going to come out three weeks after this, but still, you're very much appreciated. And our team name, we've got like the conglomerate of wrestling fans here. Um, and 
so I stumbled across an Instagram video today that reminded me of a very um, a brief but bright star, I guess, tag team from the mid 2000s. And you can determine who's who for yourself. But David and I tonight will be douche and domino. All right. Well, four fingers deep against douche and domino. Um, <laughs> I'm glad you're here, Marcus, because as everyone pointed out, it is Father's Day. And I, I can't think of any better way to celebrate than with an, hopefully a trip to the Daddy Dome at some point during this game. So let's uh, let's go ahead and get that underway to see if that comes to fruition here. Uh, before we can do that, we're going to throw it over to Dan with the rules. The game will consist of four quarters of play, each with different trivia style. The styles of quarters one through three will change from show to show, and I will explain them as we go along. Like any good sporting event, we will have a halftime show after the second quarter with entertainment questions. And in the fourth quarter, our teams will wager from their points accumulated to see who are today's clipboard captains to be honored like the true benchwarmers they are. All right, let's get this game underway. Thank you, Dan. I could I could hear a little bit of the, the bourbon in there. <laughs> it was a clean read, though. Although I would like to address, it's not very nice to call David a douche, but hey. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so, so Josh has clearly decided who's who for him. So. <laughs> I also feel like I feel like we've been doing that subtly for a very long time. Already. I'm not sure it's been so subtle lately. That's <laughs> <It's> true. That's <laughs> true. Hey, look, if the douche fits. <laughs> let's let's get on with the game here all right and uh since marcus is here it's only fitting that today's first quarter will be flop turn and river flop turn and river for this quarter there will be three questions consisting of five clues the first three clues will be given before the teams decide if they want to check in with their guests the last two clues will be given one at a time, with teams deciding if they want to check in with their guests after each subsequent clue. If a correct answer is checked in after the first three clues, the team will receive 50 points. After the fourth clue, 30. And after the fifth clue, 20. All right, question one in Flop, Turn, and River will be, when am I? And I have a feeling both teams are going to need another clue, but here we go. Clue number one, the Washington Nationals exist. Clue number two, James Harden leads the NBA in scoring. Clue number three, the giveaway, Tom Brady plays in the Super Bowl. <laughs> Scott, we would like another clue. Okay, Douche and Domino will take another clue. Four fingers deep, you got a, a minute here to decide what you want to do. All right, we'll take a new one. All right, clue number four. Corey Kluber wins 20 games. We'll check in. All right. Four fingers deep is checked in. Douche and Domino, I'll give you guys about a minute to come up with your decision here. Marcus, you've given me pause. I mean, I, 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 you don't, you don't think that Corey Kluber, like a Cy Young and 20 games, you think they, those can be separate? Well, Corey, Corey Kluber's won the Cy Young twice. I agree. So, but one of them was earlier in the teens. So one of them was in the late teens. I'm almost positive that Harden's 
Harden is like, we're looking at 18, 19, 20. That's the only thing that's giving me pause. I mean, we could take the last clue and I guess it'll be a giveaway. We're only, you know, it's only 10 points at this point, assuming they got it right, which they probably did. So. Because <sighs> to me, at least in this era of baseball, if you win 20 games, you're probably going to win the Cy Young. I mean, Felix Hernandez won the Cy Young with 12 wins. Right. I mean, if you want to, if you want to go with seven, 2017, I'm all right. No, no, no. I I want to be on. I want a consensus on this. So if you want to take another one, you're right. Yeah, it's let's, ten points. Let's take another. Okay. Clue. Let's take another. All clue. Right. We'll take another clue. All right. Clue number five. A Villanova player is named Naismith Player of the Year. The last one I can remember was Brunson, and Brunson was 18. Oh, it's absolutely Jalen Brunson is the one. So then that's 18. Then that's 18. So it must be 2018. We should we should, we can do with that. I'm I'm almost positive because Zion okay. was, was Zion was 19. No, who was 17? I might have been Frank Mason. I'm pretty sure it's 18, Marcus. So you're right with okay. that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. We'll check in 2018. All right. Dushan Domino has checked in. Four fingers deep. You also checked in after clue four. What was your answer? Yeah, we also said 2018, um, and I don't think he didn't win the Cy Young that year because I think it, I think that was Blake Snell who also won 20 plus games that year. So I know we don't get a lot of 20 game winners, but that one had multiple. So yeah, so we also checked in with 2018. Both teams are getting points. The correct answer is 2018. Josh, you hit the nail on the head there. It's funny, um, Kluber. That's the only time he's won 20 games in his career. And he didn't win the Cy Young. His two Cy Young years, he won 18 games in both those seasons. Yeah, well, well done on both sides. And David, you were spot on, obviously, with Jalen Brunson. Um, when I was going back and looking at the list, it's the only Villanova player to win Naismith Player of the Year. So that was very surprising to me. Like ever? Ever, yeah. Huh. So I found that to be interesting. But all right, so points all around. Let's move on to question two in Flat Turn River. And this one will be, who am I? Clue number one, I was a third overall draft pick. Clue number two, I was a five-time All-Star. And clue number three, I played high school, college, and professionally in the same state. Because I like both all of you guys. I'm going to, on clue three, uh, the same state thing, like, wasn't right away. Just at some point. At some point in his career. At some point in their career, yeah. Got it. So they... Played high school and college in a state, and then at some point they also played professionally in that state. They didn't play like their whole career necessarily in that state. Correct. We're going to take another clue, Scott. Okay, Douche and Domino taking another clue. Four fingers deep. I also need to know what you guys are doing. We don't know. (laughs) Let's make a decision. Yes, please. Uh, I don't know, Josh. What do you think? We got to. We'll take another clue. Both teams are taking another clue. Clue number four, and if you weren't on the right track sport-wise, at least this will help. Clue number four, I was named finals MVP the year I won my only NBA championship. Yep, we'll check in. Damn it! Damn it! <laughs> hey, wow. Yeah. and Domino is checked in. Um, I don't know. Kawhi? He won, he's won two. That's right, he has. Chauncey Billups, how about him? Did he play for 
did, I don't know where he went to high school, but so he went to Colorado, right? Yeah. Did he play for the Nuggets? That could be. Was he with the Nuggets before he came to uh, the Timberwolves? Actually, yes, I think he was. So he played for the Nuggets. He won with the Pistons, right? Yes. And he was the finals MVP. He was. He very well could be from Colorado. I don't know for sure. I I, I think we got it then. I think that's got to be it. All right. I say we go with it. All right. We're going to check in with Chauncey Billups. And over to Dushin Domino, who checked in uh, like four seconds after I gave clue four. What did you guys come up with? Yeah, it dawned on us right as we decided to take another clue that it might be Chauncey Billups. He did go to Colorado. He did play in Denver. He won the MV- finals MVP when the Pistons won in and in 2004. So, yeah, we checked in with Chauncey Billups. Clue number five is I am the current head coach of the Portland Trailblazers. The correct answer is Chauncey Billups. It, it was a while ago. I'm sorry. I, I'm only I'm only one finger deep now. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, with that, let's just move on to the third and final question in Flop Turn and River. This is the David Luck special. Oh, no. oh boy! And it's where am I? Clue number one. Although my school has never had a player drafted number one overall. We've had players drafted second, third, and fourth overall in the NBA. Clue number two, a recent inductee to the NFL Hall of Fame played his college ball here. And clue number three, the 1996 National League ERA leader and the 1999 American League batting champ attended this university. We will check in. All right. Once again, Douche and Domino checking in so that Four Fingers Deep can talk it out. Just under a minute to let me know if you want to take another clue or if you're going to check in. I'm pretty sure that the 99 batting champion for the AL was Nomar. Okay. Now, where did he go to school? Yeah. I have no idea. College baseball's really tough to land down, to nail down. I think we got to take another one. All right. All right. So number four. In 1964, we left the SEC and became independent until 1975. Four years after that, we began competition in our current conference. This is... Could this be Georgia Tech? It is Georgia Tech. Helvin Johnson. Because uh, I was thinking, because we got like Kenny Anderson, Stephon Marbury, right? Yep. Yep. Who's the 96 ERA leader? I don't know. I'm sure that Scott will tell us. Yeah, but we'll check in with Georgia Tech. All right. And Douche and Domino checked in after the first three clues. What was your answer? I was writing a big, long paragraph about how much I played triple play baseball 2000 and how I know Nomar was the American League batting champ. I just had no idea where he went to school. And David said, I'm pretty sure that Nomar, uh, it's Nomar, and he went to Georgia Tech. And then we thought about Kenny Anderson and uh, that. And then David asked for, you know, what about the second clue? And I said, oh, it's Calvin Johnson. And then I threw in my own context of that Calvin Johnson should not have been a first ballot Hall of Famer. But that's just me. But anyways, we also checked in with Georgia Tech. Okay. Clue number five. 
led by Jarrett Jack, we lost to UConn in the college basketball national title game in 2004. The answer is Georgia Tech. Points for both teams. Very, very well done. Um, yeah, you guys pretty much nailed it. Uh, Kenny Anderson is their number two overall pick. Derek Favors is their number mm. three overall pick. And they have two at four. One that Josh mentioned, Stefan Marbury, and the other is Chris Bosch. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the 1996 National League ERA leader that also attended Georgia Tech. Go ahead, David. Kevin Brown. It is Kevin Brown. Of course David knows that. Yes, of course he did. It's because his last name is Brown, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> David knows everything Brown. Uh, so Georgia Tech is the first team to win all four of the four historical uh, bowls. I did uh, find that out in my research. They won the Rose Bowl in 1929, the Orange Bowl in 1940, the Sugar Bowl in 1944, and the Cotton Bowl in 1955. They also put two centuries down on um, Cumberland. Don't forget that. Yeah, that's true. All right. After the first quarter, we have Four Fingers Deep with 90 and Douche and Domino just ahead with 100. We wanted to let you know that we are on Patreon if you'd be interested in supporting us financially. Your contributions will be used to help us cover the costs that it takes to bring you the high-quality sports trivia you have come to expect from us. There's also some great perks that come with the Patreon membership to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, including bonus episodes and Benchwarmers swag. You can find us at patreon.com slash benchwarmersTP. Thanks. Uh, today's okay. second quarter will be, David? Missing Link? That's your, it's always your second quarter, so yeah, oh. why, why, would I, why would I not do that? <laughs> today's right, second quarter will be The Missing Link. The Missing Link. This quarter will consist of five questions with theme-linked answers. The teams will attempt to answer the questions and guess the theme. Each question is worth 20 points. If a team checks in first via chat to the host with the correct theme before the fifth question, they will earn 100 points. The other team can still earn 50 points with the correct theme guess. If neither team has checked in with the correct theme before the fifth question, each team can earn 50 points with the correct answer to the theme after the fifth question. Oh boy. Five guys that played with somebody that's got themselves. Hold, yes. hold, that, hold that thought, Dan, uh, because clue number one in the missing link is at the 2008 Summer Olympics, she became the second American to ever win gold on the balance beam. She also won gold in 2007 in team and all around during both the world championships and the Pan American Games. I just don't think the answer, Dan, will be five guys, anything. I like their burgers. They're all right. Yeah, they're okay. Overrated. No, but you get a lot of fries with them. Yeah, they they fall out of the bottom of the. <laughs> yeah, it bag. feels like it feels like a like they're trying to get rid of them. Like I always, yeah, off, yeah, it's off putting. I'm like, mm. no matter what time of the day, it, it's like it's their last batch of fries for the night. We'll check in. All right, Douche and Domino is checked in, which means four fingers deep mm-hmm. can talk it out. Yeah, I, I think you're right. Yep, we're gonna check in with Sean Johnson. Okay. And Douche and Domino, your answer, please. Yeah, we went pretty bad, pretty quick back and forth here, and uh, we agree. Sean Johnson. Both teams getting points. The correct answer is Sean Johnson. 
Now, I would like to point out, it still technically could be five guys <laughs> with the name Sean Johnson. Just saying. Fair. Fair. <laughs> All right. We'll see after question two of The Missing Link. In 2003, what player held the number one world ranking simultaneously in both singles and doubles competition after reaching 20 singles semifinals and winning 90 matches in a calendar year, which hadn't been accomplished in 21 years? All right, we're going to check in. Okay, Four Fingers Deep has checked in. Douche and Domino, uh, not really time to talk it out, but I will take an answer from you. All right, so the only thing that I had to go on was Scott didn't let on whether this was a man or a woman. First episode I was ever on of the Benchwarmers, uh, episode 92, I think, <laughs> uh, Marcus was hosting. He asked a question that I was teaming with Mason and this broke up a uh, perfect game because I didn't remember it then. But the person who was really dominant that I remember who was dominant in singles and doubles then was Kim Kleisters, and that's what we're going to check in with. All right, and Four Fingers Deep, what was your answer? Well, I think he actually did maybe give a little bit away when I mentioned that after the first one, uh, it still could have been five guys, and he said, well, let's see after this one. So it got me thinking, this is probably a woman, and... Um, good point I, but, picked, uh, I missed that but yes I mean so initially I was like all right the, the three names that came to mind for that time frame were uh Kleisters Hennen Harden and Serena um and I know Serena's done a bunch of like she's always been you know, playing doubles with her sister but I was like that feels a little I was like that might have been a little too early for her to be number ones in all the things and then um but yeah Kleisters was just dominant in that in that time frame so we also checked in with Kim Kleisters. Both teams receiving points, and Josh, nice job picking up on on that subtle clue I gave before I <laughs> an, answered the question. One hundred percent intentionally. Uh, yes, the correct answer is Kim Kleisters, which means your theme linked answers thus far are Sean Johnson and Kim Kleisters. Question number three in the missing link. Pretty simple. Who is the shortest recipient of the NBA Rookie of the Year award? Yeah, okay, we'll check in. Douche and Domino has checked in plenty of time now for Four Fingers Deep to talk it out. Uh, short guys, rookie of the year. Last couple of guards would have been what? Uh, LaMelo, John Morant. Yep. Um, Kyrie, Damian Lillard. How tall is Lillard? Do you know? Um, I don't. Like, Low six foot, probably. Okay. Derek Rose. Derek Rose. He's got to be that same height, right? Did Chris Paul win a rookie of the year? Um, yeah, he did. He's probably right around six foot. Okay, I'm trying to think of AI. AI Stevie Francis. Did Damon Stoudemire Damon win? Stoudemire probably did. He's. He's probably actually close to my height now that I think about it, which is not hot, not tall. Um, Jason Kidd's probably a little bigger than that. I mean, obviously they, you know. Uh, hmm. Oh yeah. Um, Do you get another? It's it's uh it's Damon Stoudemire. Oh, okay. 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 All right. Yeah, we'll, we'll check, check that, that in. in. Checking that in. All right, over to Douche and Domino for your answer. Um, yeah, we 
had a pretty short discussion. I've got two jerseys in my uh, closet of this person. And we've also checked in with Damon Stoudemire. And both teams are getting points once again. The correct answer is Damon Stoudemire. And yes, Dan, I believe he is your height. Yeah, maybe a little bit taller, but not much. I don't know, Dan. I thought we were both equal height when we took that picture together. <laughs> I'm 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 like I'm between five nine and five ten. So, <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The theme linked answers thus far are Sean Johnson, Kim Kleisters, and Damon Stoudemire. On to question four. He is the all-time leader in receptions at the University of Cal and was named the NFL Comeback Player of the Year in 2017. We'll check in. Once again, Douche and Domino's checked in first, meaning that yeah. Four Fingers Deep yeah. is left to talk it out. So yeah, did he go there? Right. Is that where he went? Yeah. That... <laughs> is that what you asked? That's what I'm asking, yeah. I'm not... um, it, it, it would make sense, right? Yeah. And he definitely had... Uh, didn't he blow out his ACL? I mean, obviously, um, it's nice of us to... yeah. Yeah, I believe he did. Um, we're talking. We can talk there. Yeah, we can. <laughs> we're talking about Keenan Allen. Um, I think. I I think that's got to be it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that that makes sense. We we we'll we'll check in with Keenan Allen. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was kind of given that we were doing that, but well, right, the official <laughs> check in. Yes, Dusha Domino, your answer. Ditto. We also have checked in <laughs> with number 21 for your Cal Bears. Yeah. Thank you, you Marcus, because, yeah. All right. Both teams getting points. The correct answer is Keenan Allen, which means your theme-linked answers thus far are Sean Johnson, Kim Kleisters, Damon Stoudemire, and Keenan Allen. I'm going to move right to question five, and I expect pretty quick check-ins. What AFC South running back amassed over 900 rushing yards in back-to-back seasons before tearing his ACL during a week one game in 2020? We can check in. Thank you. Four fingers deep. You guys can talk it up. Uh, AFC South running back. Back-to-back seasons before tearing his ACL during week one. Marlon. Marlon. Um, um, oh, crap. Was it Colts? Are they the South? Yes. Was that Marlon Mack? Is that his name? Marlon Mack? Sure. I think he was with them, wasn't he? Sure. I know. This is more more recent. <laughs> I know. I, I, I'm no. I think that's I'm... it. I think I think it's Marlon Mack. I think that's his. It was with the Colts. Okay. You all right with that? Sure. We will check in with Marlon Mack. It and Dushin Domino, thank you for the quick check in. What do you what do you have? South Florida Bulls legend Marlon <laughs> Mack. So yes, yes, we checked in with Marlon Mack. And both teams are getting their points. The correct answer is Marlon Mack, which means the theme linked answers are Sean Johnson, Kim Kleisters, Damon Stoudemire, Keenan Allen, and Marlon Mack. Shocker here, but both teams successfully determined the theme very early on in this round. 
which was kind of anticipated. Uh, but one team sent it to me after question two. Yeah, that was and that was Douche and Domino, and I will throw mm-hmm. it over to them to reveal what the missing link is. So real oh. quickly, I, I, I just have to say, I, I sniffed out Kim Kleisters, and I immediately sent to Marcus. You did we... what now? whoa david how dare you (laughs) clip it wait clip it for 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 blackmail purposes (laughs) clip that all right so it's four fingers deep and so so i am i turning red i feel like i am all right so right after i figured out i sussed out that Question two might be Kim Gleister's. I said to Marcus, Sean and Kim, what does that mean to you? And he, within a second, he wrote back weigh-ins. And I said, oh my gosh, that's awesome. Now we all just need a Marlin and a blah, 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 blah. So it, w- it was a masterclass by Marcus. So all credit to him, but we checked well, in. Well, let me, let me say this, David. Yeah. You're looking at the proud owner of all of the seasons of In Living Color on DVD. Nice. And let me tell you, one of you my mean, favorite things of all time. Let me let, let me, me tell you something. something. <laughs> the the thing you all need to watch after this is over, and I just dis- rediscovered it the other day, is Kim Wayans doing a uh, Crystal Waters, um, what's that song, Gypsy Woman or whatever. It is one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my entire life, and I like was crying laughing not even a week ago <laughs> at this video is. Uh, Kim Wayans doing Crystal Waters Gypsy Woman. It's so funny. Anyways, long story short, we checked in with Way- uh, the Wayans family as uh, the theme. Yes, that is correct. Of course, Sean, Kim, Damon, Keenan, and Marlon are all members of the very, very talented Wayans family. So, I'll tell you nice what, job, Scott. Team. I'll tell you what, Scott. The only reason we got the last three questions in this round you knew the theme. We figured out the theme. <laughs> Oh, yes. no I would have not had Marlon Mack. That would not be the <laughs> yes. name that I was just going to come up with. I, I figured Marlon. once. I figured once Damon Stoudemire came. I actually no, think we, I I might have been able to get to Keenan Allen, yeah. um, without it. But that definitely we helped. Were, Whereas like Keenan's, we <laughs> may not have we may not have gotten Damon Stoudemire without without. That. Oh, that's true. We were we were still <laughs> throwing out names and then you were you sent me in the same weigh-ins and I was like, "Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah." And we both knew that they had already they already had it. Yeah. Yeah, they sent it very very quickly. And uh David, what did I send back to you when you sent me the I I went weigh-ins and Scott comes back almost immediately with, "Can you be more specific?" And I was just like, "Wait a minute, Marcus just left the computer. Please no." I just wanted to see David's face. <laughs> it worked, didn't it? I must have been like, "What the hell?" Okay, yeah. I said weigh-ins too, but I didn't have. Hey. To, I didn't have to be and, more specific. And in lieu of a movie that just came out, shout out to was supposed to be our Robin for Tim Burton, Marlon Wayans. I'm a huge Marlon Wayans. I love Marlon Wayans. I saw him do stand up a couple years ago. Even better than Milk Toast Chris O'Donnell. God. Terrible. I mean, that movie was terrible to begin with, so maybe he was fine. Oh, not it was being DOA it. <laughs> once it wasn't Tim Burton. Once it was Joel Schumacher, that movie was was Oops. dead. <laughs> but also, please give me Marlon Wayans over Chris O'Donnell every day and twice on Sunday. Which is where uh, Oops Bat Nibble. Oh, Oops yeah. All Bat Nibbles came from. 
<laughs> remember that. That's awesome. All right. I mean, I wasn't mad when Alicia Silverstone was in it. No. No, you weren't mad about that? All right. After the second quarter, we have four fingers deep with 240. And Douche and Domino extending their lead uh, with getting the extra 50 points on the theme. They are at 300. So far, Dan, we're we're holding up my record really well. For yeah, the, for I those mean, for those who don't know who who are listening, I have never won a Scott hosted game, so not looking good to break that streak. But we'll see. All right, that brings us to halftime. It is now time for the halftime show. There will be three entertainment questions pertaining to sports with each question worth 25 points. All right, for this halftime, I'm going to give you lyrics from a song as well as the year the song was released. You can provide me with either the song title or the artist for points, but no bonus points if you get both. But I just want to make it a little easier. Is this one of those Eric Eid specials? No. Okay. This also isn't. This is pretty straightforward. I'm giving you lyrics, and I just want to know what song it is. No, no, I meant, I meant. There's no sports involved. There's no sports at all. Oh, there are. uh, there's very minimal sports involved. Very minimal. Um, That makes me even more scared. It's 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 also not a David special. There's no hidden TV shows or anything like that. It's it's. Well, I certainly didn't think this was going to be a David special. I don't think your guys' music genres uh, maybe necessarily (laughs) overlap very much. Oh, man. Do do I need to figure out rhyme schemes for this? (laughs) Uh, David, you need to, Dan, you need to figure all this out because I'm not, I really am not good at Scott halftime questions. Josh, I think you will know at least one of these for sure. (laughs) Okay. We'll see. We'll and, see. I, I, and if it's not this first one, then I may have lied. All right. <laughs> I'm going to try to read it a little differently so that it's not. All right. Question one from 1999. You're the best girl that I ever did see. The great Larry Bird, Jersey 33. When you take a sip, you buzz like a hornet. Billy Shakespeare wrote a whole bunch of sonnets. That is terrible. Oh gosh, this is uh oh, I just want to throw out that I didn't write these songs. I'm just reading the <laughs> lyrics. Wait, Thank and what, God. Do you, what do you, not that I not that I know for this one that I'm gonna already ready to defer to Marcus, but what do we need to tell you again? The song. You, the song, song title, or, right? the artist, the or the song, artist. Or, or, or the, the artist. artist. Oh, or the artist. I, yeah, uh, I'm trying to make it <laughs> You're thinking what I'm thinking, right? Oh my god. Right, isn't that isn't that it? Yep, yep, that's it. All right, Scott, I, I, I yeah, okay. Did did you know it? I sadly, yes. Yeah. We'll, ch- we'll check in. Yes, I'm not even saying the team. Josh has checked in. <laughs> Douche and Domino, talk uh, it out. Okay, it's uh, I'm like I I think it's. Butterfly by Crazy Town, but I, the more I look at the lyrics, I'm like, is that right? It was terrible. You know, David, oh God, I'm not going to sing this on this podcast. I'm not going to allow that to be on here. Oh, you know what I'm it. talking about, David? I do I'll not, do and I, I, have nothing, I have nothing to help you here. So. Oh, boy. 
Oh gosh. Come on, sing it's it like... with me, Marcus. Come, my lady. Come, come, my lady. <laughs> Be my butterfly, sugar. Yeah, that. <sighs> God, it's so space. It makes me cringe. <laughs> you can tell uh, it's the first time David's ever heard that in his life. You make my legs shake. <laughs> uh but I don't I don't know if it, the more I look at it, the more that it, that's where I went initially. So it's like a band like that. Oh gosh, a band like that. Wait, <laughs> oh god. Okay, yeah, oh, man. Oh, god. Yeah, this isn't going to be a great talk. Oh session. wait, I, um, I... um, oh. hold on. Oh, daddy, don't, daddy, don't. Wait, maybe yeah. Maybe Big I just need, I maybe I just need to sing random stadium rock songs in in honor of Marcus. And just no, <laughs> he is Marcus is no longer with us. He is in the Daddy Dome on Father's Day. I I I hate that I know the answer to this. I love that you know the answer. Oh, <laughs> I was banking on this oh. one for you and oh, God. All right. Uh David, relay this to while he's in there. 30 seconds of him to finish uh, up in the Daddy Dome. I, I refuse. We'll we'll take the minutes back. Oh, that this is they funny. Come on, Marcus. Come on, Marcus. You're my I, butterfly. Sugar. <laughs> Marcus. <laughs> Come, my Marcus. Come, come, my Marcus. Oh my God! Shut up. <laughs> Anyways, okay. So again, I wasn't off track, but um, I the problem is I can't remember the song, but I think I know the band. I think the song might be like it's something like Summer Girls or something, but I think it might be LFO. Does that sound right to you? I love that answer. <laughs> so, no, no, no. Uh, it's uh, the course is like new kids on the block uh, wrote a lot of hits, something, something white people music. Um, <laughs> so, so Marcus, here, here's the, here's the only question I have. Cause I, I can't help you with this. Are you more sure of the artist or the song? Because he needs one or the other. Yeah. I, I feel better about the artist. I you think can give me than both. The song. Hedger. What? You can give me both and I'll, you know, no, I don't want to do that. Well, who do you think the artist is? Wait a <laughs> don't who, say that to me. Who do you think the artist is? I think it's LFO. Which stood for Lux <laughs> Goff. <laughs> oh, well, okay. That's You're new, editing that's, this. New that's, a, that's the new name of our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what we all say to ourselves. Yeah, yeah, I don't, uh, oh. Okay, I'm right, not sure I, about I the title, so I'll check in with LFO. All right, and I'm going to throw it over to Josh. Yeah, so Marcus, you're right. New Kids on the, on the Block had a bunch of hits. Chinese food makes me sick. That's it. That's fine. And awesome. yeah, you could have answered with either of your things, because it is Summer Girls by LFO. And nice. I just want to crawl into a corner and die because I shouldn't. The Daddy Dome that. strikes on Father's Day. Could there be a better? It's that more appropriate. Billy Shakespeare, it's the whole Billy Shakespeare. Yes. Wrote a whole bunch of sonnets. That's no, no, what no. got me there. I'm not even okay, kidding. Since like, David's sonnets. probably editing this. What a dumb fucking lyric. I'm not editing this. Right. So you can say whatever you want. But yes, I you because are. it was. It was the flow of the song. (laughs) It was the flow of the song. And when I was like, Billy Billy Shakespeare wrote a bunch of sonnets, I was like, that doesn't match up with what I was initially thinking. And then I was like, oh, yeah, there's this whole other band who did the same bullshit that I hate. It's the worst. First of all, it's Buzz Like a Hornet. Billy Shakespeare wrote a whole bunch of sonnets. 
make sure you say it correctly. The correct answer is Summer Girls by LFO. Points all around. Uh, yeah, that's that's all that's, that's all I have to say. Gross. And that's your also your semi sports is uh Great Larry Bird Jersey thirty three. That's your minimal sports. And, <laughs> hey, Michael Jordan just sold the Charlotte Horn Hornet. It's <laughs> <Yes>. awesome. <laughs> All right. So because I knew David would be playing this game, I did want to throw something more from an era when he was maybe just graduating college, becoming an adult. So question two from 1979. <laughs> <laughs> I was so surprised and shocked, and I wondered too. If by chance you heard it for yourself, I never told a soul just how I've been feeling over you. But they said it really loud. They said it on the air. Okay. We can check in. See? A little something for everyone here. Douche and Domino, David, has checked in. Four <laughs> fingers deep. You guys can talk it out. <laughs> 79? Dan, this one works better if you sing it. No pressure. I'm not certain I know it. I'm not certain I know it at all. Um, 79. This doesn't though, sound familiar to me at all. It it sounds disco, though. Um, well, if it's disco, we could at least, you know. If it's if it's disco, there's only a few. 79. It's a Donna Summer. I, mean, I, that, I mean, if you're saying disco, that would be the name I would come up with. That's what it's, it looks like. Um, this looks like pop, disco-y, yeah. Oh, wait, they said it on the air? Is this the, um, is that on on the radio? On the radio. Yeah, that's it. That makes sense, yep. Mm. Yeah, we'll check that in. Okay, and over to David <laughs> for your answer. Yeah, Donna Summer, we checked in with that. Dan, do you know the song now? I, I, I really don't know. I mean, I know of it, but I don't know. I wouldn't be able to sing it. I, I don't know that lyric. I think I just know, like, the hook. You know, like, they're the chorus. Like the Both teams are getting points. The correct answer is on the radio by the, in my opinion, criminally underrated Donna Summer. All right. We're two for two. Josh knew one. David knew one. <laughs> so now we're going to move to 2008. Oh. Uh, okay. Josh, if you were upset about the first one, I don't know. I just hope I don't know it then. About this one. (laughs) (laughs) Like, if you felt like you wanted to crawl into a hole, I'm not sure how you're going to feel after this one. So, we're going to put Josh on on suicide watch real quick. Um, (laughs) All right. From 2008, it was 1989. My thoughts were short, my hair was long, caught somewhere between a boy and man. She was 17, and she was far from in between. It was summertime in northern Michigan. Northern Michigan? We can check in. Oh. All right. Four Fingers Deep is checked in. I'm really looking forward to Dusha Domino talking it out. I I very little on this, but northern Michigan smells like Kid Rock to me. Because I think that's where he's from. Have you been to northern Michigan? No, but that's very nice there. He's from... from He's from somewhere up there, right? He's from Detroit. He's from no. He smells from, like cigarettes you... and stale chew spit. Is what <laughs> I think Kid Rock smells like. Have you seen the state of Michigan? Detroit is nowhere near. So, Northern. what do you think this is, David? 
I don't know. I'm just, I, but we only need an artist. So if you've got nothing else. I was going to suggest we go for Kid Rock. I don't, I have no idea, Marcus. That's why I just, it, because also, okay, this is somewhere between a boy and a man. She was 17 and it's in Michigan and he's, and it's some guy who was with a 17 year old girl. That sounds like Kid Rock. Okay. Like, I, I know you don't need this breakdown, but that's what it sounds like to okay, me. Okay. So here's the context that I have. Yeah. Chris or Chris Rock. <laughs> Kid Rock. <laughs> Kid Rock had had some song that was like a. Oh. It was a. They used the music from uh, "Sweet Home Alabama," and oh. that kind of like if I'm doing it in my head, like the lyrics, it kind of matches up. So you might not be off on this. And I think that song's called like all summer long, I think maybe, but I'm not, I don't know that for sure. I just know that it sounds like sweet home Alabama. Wait a minute. Hold on a second. What was the first song? What? The first song of the halftime. What was it again? What was the name of the song? Um, uh, uh, don't make uh it again. hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. It was LFO, right? So what was the yeah, name? Yeah, it was Summer Girls. So Summer Girls, the middle one was Donna Summer. And what did you say this one was? Oh, all summer long. Yes. And we're coming hey, up on but the- let's. Yeah. I'm just it's Kid Rock, though. I don't yeah. know if that's the actual song title, though. I get it. I'm just using that as validation. So it, okay. if it's Kid so Rock. Then... Say, so so David's checking in with Kid Rock. <laughs> <laughs> and I I like the I like the visual. I think Will Smith may have smacked the wrong Rocky instead of uh, Chris Rocky. Should... Never mind. All right. Uh, yes, go. Kid, Kid Rock. Okay, thank you. And Four Fingers Deep. Dan, I feel like you jumped on this one very quickly. I hate this song. My wife I loves it. I also hate, hate this, song. this song. I hate this it's guy. so terrible. Yeah. Not only did he rip off Sweet Home Alabama, he also ripped off Werewolves of London in the same song. He did Ooh. two of them. It's it's all summer long. It's Kid Rock, and I don't. I hate you that you made me think of this. F T G. Yes, might be that he's one of the kings. Yeah, he's uh he's getting he's on the, he's he, on the Mount Rushmore. He is a Mount Rushmore. F T G. He's slowly been sliding up the ranks and getting faster gradually. <laughs> Going up, he's getting more speed. <laughs> all right, so yeah, we were trying different things. We were smoking funny things. Stop yes, it! The, the, the correct answer is All Summer Long by Kid Rock. And nice job to both teams figuring out that there was a little summer theme in halftime here, being that we're recording this right around the summer solstice. So I wanted oh. to throw that in there. We got it in first. So how many points do we get? You just, you, <laughs> honestly, what you get is I'm actually going to play some Kid Rock. Ball with oh, the no, ball. No, oh, no, 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 sorry. no, no. All right, well then. You just get the point to your crew. All right, so everyone got those. It wasn't that bad, Josh. Answers no, no, wise, that wasn't. Answers-wise, it wasn't. People-wise. People-wise. Well, only, <laughs> I mean, the first one is just those guys just should feel ashamed about themselves. Well, there's uh, only one left, so let's I don't feel oh, good about it. Oh, okay. But, uh, yeah, the last guy can um, take a long walk off a short pier. In it's a short Michigan. pier in, yeah, in, in the Lake Michigan. In the Lake Huron, really. It's uh, closer pick, to pick whichever lake, because if he's up in northern Michigan, he's got a bunch he could walk into. So <laughs> superior. All right. After halftime, 
we have the deficit has not changed, but the scores have. Four Fingers Deep has 315, and Douche and Domino has 375. Now on to the second half. We'd like to take a minute to invite you to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at BenchwarmersTP. We also have a Facebook group for fans of the pod called The Bench. Join us there to comment on the latest episodes and share cool sports facts and trivia. If you'd be willing to rate and review us on iTunes or Stitcher, we'd greatly appreciate the support so that other people may find this podcast. Thanks. Today's third quarter will be Luxie 7. Lucky 7. For this quarter, there will be three lists containing seven items. The team that is trailing coming into the quarter will choose the first list and attempt to identify the items on this list one at a time. If the team has an incorrect guess, the other team can attempt to finish that list out. The team leading at the beginning of the quarter will select the second list, and whichever team is trailing after the first two lists will get the third list. Each item is worth 10 points. All right, so your three options for Lucky 7 will be most assists during the 2000s. Next. Most, <laughs> the teams with the most losses in the NFL since 2010. And list number three will be, aside from Barry Bonds, who are the other seven members of the 300 home run, 300 steals club. Holy shit. That one's for you, David. I know. I'm just afraid they're going to take it. <laughs> so Dan, are you are you working on your? I wait. I, did, they, did you declare which one you're going for? No, yeah, but no. I think that, I think this is it. If you want to look at it, I mean, do you want to check in? I uh, think this is it. He says, says says him. Those those <laughs> last two are crazy, but I'm. I've, looked, um, I've seen this. Wait, before. can you just honestly? Can you just tell us which one you're going for? Because because then at least we know which ones we're not. Supposed yes, to please. Do. Oh, okay. We'll we'll take the 300 300. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, so I'm four, good. four fingers deep is going to take the aside from Barry Bonds who are the other seven members of the 300 home run 300 steals club and your clock starts now. I I'm fairly positive that list I gave you right there is I is I could have given you the first four or five those last two I trust that the last you... two are ridiculous that they're on the list in the first place but I've looked at this very recently all right um, that, go ahead and go okay all right we'll start with um we'll we'll check in here all right we'll, go ahead we'll start with uh Alex Rodriguez that is correct. Um, Mar- Bobby Bonds, legend. Timberwolves legend. <laughs> Timberwolves legend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. What was the second one there? Bobby Bonds. Correct. Um, Carlos. Um, Beltron. Beltron. Carlos or Beltron? Yeah, Carl- yeah. yeah. that's fine. Yeah, that's- I, just, I just I'm just reading it off the list here, and I was yeah. Maze. Correct. Not Maze Hayes. Just Maze. No. Dawson. Andre Dawson is correct. And then the last two that are just ridiculous. Um. Sanders, Reggie Sanders. Sanders, Reggie Sanders is correct. <laughs> and, and Steve Finley. And you have successfully Why those named... two are on this. I mean, how those two got onto this list, I I don't know. But You have named all seven members of the 300 Home Run, 300 Steals Club. One of the reasons I wanted to do this one, because 
Shout out to Reggie Sanders and Steve Finley for excellent MLB careers that are very overlooked. Um, honestly, Scott, I looked at this in the last two weeks and thought <laughs> and thought the the same thing when I saw that. I was like, "Are you serious? Those two are wow!" So, yep. So ran it on that one, David. Did you have that that whole list? Yeah, I looked at it recently too. I I've always been obsessed with thirty thirty guys, so I pay attention to that list. So, all right, we'll move on to douche and domino let me know which list you would like scott we are going to take the most nfl losses since 2010 okay so go ahead and begin to compile your list and let me know when you're ready to check in we're looking for seven yeah i will actually i will say this there there are two teams tied for the last spot so i will take either one of those so technically there's eight answers oh oh okay but you'll only take one of those. Is that the way it works? Yes. Yep. Okay. okay. And again, since 2010, not during the 2010s. So these last, you know, four seasons also count. We're going to check in. Douche and Domino is checked in. Go ahead and uh, start reading off your list. The Jacksonville Jaguars. They are number one on the list with 146 losses. Weird. The Washington commanders are whatever they were. They are number four on the list with 124 losses. Four. Interesting. The Cleveland Browns. Number two on the list with 141 losses. The, wherever they play Raiders. Number five with 123 losses. The J E T S jets, jets, jets. Number three with 129 losses. The lions are tied for seventh with 119 losses. Uh-oh. So you need right. the team that is in sixth place on We're this list. Yes, the Giants. The Giants <laughs> are number six with 120 losses. Oof. One more loss than the team tied for seventh with Detroit, which is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Interesting. Okay, they weren't they weren't even in our on our radar. But that makes sense. I mean, they were on my radar, but I wasn't gonna. I didn't feel good enough to say it because, like, Josh Freeman years, the Jameis Winston, yeah. like, there, there's some bad years in there. Yeah, that's true. That is certainly true. so. Mike, yep, Mike you, Glennon started some games in there. You ran the list there. Uh, the next ones up are the Chicago Bears, the Houston Texans, and the Carolina Panthers. So they would round out the top ten of that list. All right. So because you got all of them. Uh, you are still ahead, so strategy-wise, not sure what you're trying to do, but the third list no, will we go. No, we weren't trying to do anything. <laughs> okay. The we third don't play list will games. go. We're playing the game. Yeah. We've got Taggarty. You yeah. play to win the game. That's right. All right, four fingers deep. Most assists in the NBA during the 2000s. Let me know when you're ready to check in your list. Try to figure out how hard we should work, Marcus, because they'll probably get all seven. Like they, they like they did on we've your three hundred like, homers and steals. We've got like one nine day. right now that we're trying to work down to. Yeah, is one of them Reggie Sanders? I yes. always <laughs> work hard. No, what you really mean is one of them Sanders, Reggie Sanders. It's, yeah, Sanders, Reggie Sanders played for like nine teams. Oh, that's like about, Gump, Forrest Gump. When I think of Sanders, Reggie Forrest, Sanders, Forrest I think of Seattle Mariners legend Vince Coleman. <laughs> Who, David, literally when you think played, of... who literally played one year in 1995 when yeah. they finally made the playoffs. 
David, when you think of Reggie Sanders, what what uniform is he in? The Reds. Okay, same. What uniform should he be that's, in? That's Dion Sanders. No, no, I, I agree. Uh, okay, I just, okay. you know, he okay. plays for so many teams. It's... Yeah, 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 yeah. Like there's guys. I, like I saw that a Reds they... game. I saw a Reds game where Dion let off the. Uh... Yeah. Should we? We'll check this in then. Yeah. All right. All right. Go ahead and reveal your list. Did. Number one on the list, 7,029 assists. Nash. Number two, 6,886. Miller. Uh, if you mean Brad Miller, he's not we, on the we, list. Not, we mean oh, cool. Andre. <laughs> uh, yes, we, meant Jim, we, we meant Jim Miller. <laughs> Doesn't matter. You, <laughs> gave, you, gave, you gave me a last name that's on the list. Number three, 6,020 assists. Davis. If you, I assume you mean Baron. He's number four, four thousand nine hundred one. Terrell Davis, sorry. Stefan Marbury. Going in order, number five, four thousand eight hundred and eight. Get this one right. Oh, you want me to say it correctly? Yeah, say it correctly. Okay, not so, not Mike Bobby, but Mike Bibby. Not Mike Bobby is number six, four thousand <laughs> five hundred thirty-seven. Ricky and, Bobby. And the last one, we're going to go with the answer, AI. Number seven with 4,227 assists. Is Josh, you went Alan like in order. Well, I just yeah. did the order that, well, no, you you typed one out of the order that I said them because I knew Nash that was, was the, number two. That was the order, that was the order we were no, throwing them out, too. No, no, Kid, Kid Nash were the first two we threw out. Oh, okay. okay. I only fixed that, and then Kid I went Nash. into the rest of the order that you had had it. In, in what you typed up. All right. So you have once again successfully run <sighs> a list here in the Luxie 7. There was not an answer missed by either team during this round. In fact, there hasn't been an answer missed in this game by either team. Just throwing what? that out there. Oh, but we obviously didn't capitalize on all the points. You, you, the you both have no hitters. Delivery, it's, but... it's a, it is a dueling, dueling no, no hitter, hitter right now. And, and because of that lucky seven, after the third quarter, we have a lead change. Uh-oh. As Douche and Domino has 445, and Four Fingers Deep has 455. All right, that brings us to the fourth quarter. The fourth quarter, known as Put Your Fours Up. This quarter consists of four categorized questions that teams will wager up to 100 points each, not to exceed their current point total. Fingers. Four fingers deep, baby. That's right. Four quarters. We're four quarters deep in this game. <laughs> That's right. All right. The categories for today are as follows. And I'm oh. going to stick with the uh, with the summer theme. So question one is going to be heat. Question two, fire. Question three, flames. And question four, burn. So question one, heat, will be NBA. Question two, fire, will be Major League Baseball. Uh-oh. Question three, flames, will be the NHL. Oh, no. And question four, burn, will be Usher. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. It will be the NFL. <laughs> I actually wrote it down like that was actually going to be okay. 
<laughs> These are my confessions. That, that was for Marcus. <laughs> it is now time for the teams to place their wagers. Now that the wagers are in, on to the questions. Question one in the category of Heat. We all know that three lottery picks from the 03 draft ended up playing for the Heat. Dwayne Wade, LeBron James, and Chris Bosh. But they weren't the only noteworthy players from that draft class to don a Heat jersey. Two second-round picks also suited up for the Heat. In fact, both of them won the NBA three-point contest while playing for the franchise. Name both players. I'm not going to come up with anything else thinking anymore, so... All right, may as well put it in then. All right, we'll check in. Hey, Four Fingers Deep is checked in, which means that Douche and Domino, you guys got about 30 seconds to talk it out. Also, David, don't don't go to TGI Fridays looking for answers, all right? I <laughs> I, I only go there looking for waitresses named Mandy, and that doesn't... I only go there well. looking for solutions, if you know what I mean. Uh, so, so right out of the gate, Marcus said uh, Jason Capono from UCLA... And then I said, there's this guy with a very generic name. He won championships in, I think he won championships with Miami and with Cleveland, right? He sure did. And yes. And I said, I can't remember tr- his name. He, and then- he tried his best in Phoenix to win another championship in a different <sighs> role. But uh, uh, so we are checking in with Jason Capono and James Jones. For how many points? For 100 points. All right. And over two four fingers deep. Your answer and wager, please. That feels good. Because um, I picked two guys that I know won the three-point shooting contest and played for the Heat. Didn't know if it happened at the same time. I was hoping they did. And those names were James Jones and Jason Capono. So I'm checking in with those for 100 points. Well, Josh, you picked the right names. Because the correct answers are James Jones and Jason Capono. So points for both teams. Very nice. David said, uh, David said, went to Miami, generic name. And I went, oh, my God. <laughs> That's when I went, oh, my God, it's James Jones. <laughs> yes. So the Miami Heat have had four players win the NBA three-point contest. Uh, the other two being Glenn Rice. And then the maybe the most forgotten three-point shootout winner of all time. Ohio State legend Daquan Cook. Mm. Mm. Gosh. All right. So uh, no change in the deficit. It's still uh, four fingers deep by 10 as we go into question two in the category of fire. What current Major League Baseball player has recorded both the hardest hit ball and the fastest infield throw ever tracked by StatCast? He made his MLB debut in 2021 for an NL team that has finished last place in their division the past two seasons. I, We're going to check in. Douche and Domino is checked in. Four fingers deep. Talk it out. I'm going to, I'm going to save you. I'm, I'm going to save you having to, well, I, I'm going to send the money over to you right now. Ooh. Uh, oh, okay. Um. Mm. Uh, Keeping in mind that I don't really watch much baseball or anything lately, so yeah, uh, I, I I think I might have it. I might have it though. I think because this guy got hurt recently, and it was a big deal for the Pirates. So that's O'Neill Cruz. 
uh, and I only know about him so much is because after he got you know hurt, I was like, why is this guy such a big deal? And I was looking, it's like, oh, he's a pretty darn good player. Um, so I think that's who I think it might be. So you're fine with that, Dan? Since you've never heard of him, yeah, sure, do it. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna check in with O'Neill Cruz for 100 points. All right, and over to Douche and Domino for your answer and wager. Dan, you gotta you gotta start contributing to these conversations because I because we're we're David and I aren't really liking Josh being able to just talk to himself and figure this stuff out because when he did come up, I think he hit a home run in his first game. He's like six four and he's playing shortstop. He's big. He's just a, he's like a pterodactyl on the field. And yes, I went the day that it happened. It was on ESPN. They said he recorded like a it was like a one like sixteen uh, exit velo hit, and then he threw like a hundred and two across. You know, from shortstop to first base, something crazy like that. But uh, we also have checked in with O'Neill Cruz for 100 points. And by the way, he is a freak. I'm pretty sure he's listed at taller than 6'4". That dude looks he like he be. could be 6'7". I mean, or 6'8". Oh, yeah, yeah. Actually, you know, you're right. I think he, he is 6'7". He, yeah, he looks so goofy at shortstop. Yeah. Yes. So goofy. He broke his ankle, right? Yeah, he broke his yeah. ankle right before. So, so did I. He looks like without without. <laughs> oh, he, that's why the question. I he see. looks I like see he looks connection. like he looks like the kind of guy who like could stand at shortstop and like reach second or third without moving. I mean, he's like, arms are so long. Sorry, you guys ahead. are talking about a guy that may not even be the answer yet because I haven't revealed. Anything. Oh, wait, but uh, but both teams are getting points. <laughs> the correct answer is the six foot seven, two hundred twenty pound shortstop, O'Neill Cruz. Uh, and I will. I have the numbers here for numbers' sake. The ball he hit was clocked at 122.4 miles per hour, and his infield throw was clocked at 97.8 miles per hour from shortstop to first base. Ridiculous. All right. Uh, still no change. It is a 10-point game. Question three in the category of Flames. Who is the Calgary Flames franchise leader in saves, shutouts, and wins? He led the team to a Stanley Cup Finals appearance in 2004-2005 and won the Vezina Trophy in 2006. I'll, I'll get there. Um, this is it, I'll, I think. I'll get there. Unlike Dan, I'll let you in the daddy dome. You just have to, you just have to ask nicely. <laughs> I, think that, I, I think that's it, Josh. I, I will get there. All you right, feel we'll check good in. with it. Yeah, we'll I check mean. in. <laughs> All right. Four Fingers Deep is checked in. Douche and Domino. Talk it out. And David, just a little advice. I know you're new to the podcast and everything. I know you're the new the new bench warmer. When you get an invitation to the Daddy Dome, you F and take it. <laughs> you're never gonna I, forget it. That's because sure. he, he's not he's not throwing those out every day. All right. That's an exclusive for your eyes only. Yeah. Invitation fa- that you're getting. a father a Father's Day trip to the Daddy Dome. That's quite a present. Uh, I don't yeah, think this, I, I. This isn't I John Morant in the club with a gun. That's usually this a Mother's is... Day present. <laughs> uh, you're right, exactly. Uh, so, so uh, the offer is quite generous, but I might not need it. He's, he's. What I remember about this guy is that he's definitely he has a very Finnish first name. So, as my as my friend the elder Eric likes to say, it it it's something with a lot of K's, like. Mika Mocha, you know, I don't know, something. But <laughs> Mika Mocha Mika Mocha Mickey Mouse. Yeah, that's right. Uh and his last name is 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 more Russian sounding. And I think they call him the Kipper. 
um, which is the only reason I remember him. But it's something Kip Kip. That's that's great. I wish I could help you. Like I told David in the, in the chat, I said if this was current NHL, which since I have a team now, like I've been paying quite a bit of attention to, I could probably help you. But this far back, there's there's no chance. Um, okay, keep so. keep us off. It's keep it's keep us off. Something like that. It's awfully close. <laughs> Just if I if I sort of like slur my words a little bit, keep us off. Keep us off. Yeah. yeah, sure. Right. Yeah. Keep us off. Do that. Yes. That's cool. All right. Good. We'll check that in. Yeah. Like Power one hundred points. Thank you. Thank you. And over to four fingers deep, Dan. I think you had this one. If I slur my words, it's because I'm two fingers deep right now. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, he broke up Marty Brodeur's string of Vesnas. He he, Marty Brodeur had two in a row. Then, then this guy, and then Marty Brodeur had two more after that. It was uh, it's uh, Kiprasov for one hundred. Once again, both teams are receiving points. The correct answer is Mika Kiprasov. So nice job, uh, Dan and David. Ooh, Mika Euro trip, good good movie. Yeah, yes, Micah, Micah, <laughs> yeah, Mika, Micah, Mika, Mika. All right, that brings us to the final question of the game. Uh, and the scores are as follows. Four Fingers Deep has a 10-point lead. They're sitting on the Hank Aaron, uh, 7.55. And Douche and Domino has 7.45. So it will come down to this question. Lots on the line here for you, Josh. I'm going to take some steroids so we can hopefully get over that 7.55. <laughs> All right. and Perfect. I don't think you'll need it on this one, Marcus. Uh, the category is burn. What first-round cornerback from Nebraska ran a 4.29 40-yard dash at the NFL Combine in 2005? I'd give you a hint that he was drafted by the Raiders, but I'm assuming you already know that, given their affinity for speed. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! <laughs> I'm going to assume I don't even have to think about this because you know this right even without thinking about it. No, but I'm going to just sit here and hang out. Okay, cool enough. I don't want, I don't like them talking it out. Yeah. Although, although them, them just singly between the two of them is usually. You think that there hasn't been really much talking out in this uh, whole fourth quarter. We haven't said many words. other than. Well, I'll just, I'll just say it. Um, uh, David and I have been like strategizing a couple of these. We've gotten pretty quick and we're like, let's wait and see if they, you know, we don't want to let them talk it out and you get it right. And then we jump the gun and we, and we uh, check in early and you get it right. So it, it really seems like it doesn't matter what we do because you guys are both handsome and smart. Ugh. Wow. And talented and talented because they're throwing a no hitter. Yes. Just like you guys are. So quite talented. We're going to check in. <laughs> For the final time, Douche and Domino is checked in. Four fingers deep. Talk it out. Yeah, that's I, I remember I remember this guy. Um Fabian Washington was uh it was what a str- the string of people that they brought in that, that it just had speed and that's all they had was speed. So yeah, that's we'll check in Fabian Washington for one hundred. All right, over to Douche and Domino for your answer. As Al Davis got older than age, he said. Give me Darius Hayward Bay. Give me Stanford route. Give me Give me a cornerback from Nebraska who what did he run? Huh? Can he cover? Who cares? 
I'm Al Davis, you stupid idiot. And they drafted, I think he was 23rd overall, Fabian Washington for 100 points. Ladies and gentlemen, it has happened. History has been made on this podcast. Both teams are receiving points. The correct answer is Fabian Washington. Points all around on that one. Which means the game has come to an end. And here are the final scores in this double no-hitter. Dushin Domino finishes with an incredible score of 845. However, they are not the clipboard captains. Because the clipboard captains, who are receiving the very coveted Kelly Holcomb Award with (laughs) 855 points, is four fingers deep. And Mr. Josh Bomback. Off the schneid! Woo! It only took three plus years, but it it, it took six six games though. I've only played six of your games, but still, over five felt really bad. I, I tried. <laughs> I always try to avoid hosting on Sundays, but <laughs> uh, Kelly Kelly Holcomb ran a uh, like a four three four, right? No, he wasn't a Raider. He was, <laughs> he he played for the Bills <laughs> and the Browns. No, you're, no, you're thinking Holcomb, of Kelly. By the way. You're thinking of Kelly Washington. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly Holcomb is a repeat Tennessee is a repeat, legend. A repeat trophy, by the way. I'm sure he is, because we're to I the think point at this where... point we're you know we're bound to have some repeats, and that's all right. All right, yeah, I mean, here here, Brett Rippin Award. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. Who I don't think anyone even listens to who the award is anymore at this point. But uh right. I think you're right. Anyways, congratulations, Josh. My brain uh-huh. Father's Day. Uh-huh. <laughs> Well, you know, we'd like we, to give a shout out to all the dads like... out there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Love all that you do to provide for your families. Yeah. To all the macho men. Dan, you forgot to point out that Kelly Holcomb is a Vikings legend. Yeah, You're right. I'm sure. sorry. How did I miss that? All right. <laughs> take us out. Yeah. Shout out, to jo- shout out to Joe Jurvicious, Seahawks legend. Well, with that, thanks for listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. And until next time. We'll keep the bench warm. That ball hit high and deep. Stretch. Stretch. Get on back there. They look up. You can put it on the board. Yes. Yes. Into deep left center for Mitchell. And we'll see you tomorrow night. That great music you're listening to is by Justin Nozick. Thanks to him for producing that music for us. You've been listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Make sure to check us out on all of our social media. We are at BenchwarmersTP. TP.